0: Well, we continue the conversation on The Talking Point. It's 15 after 10 o'clock, and we're going to look at this story now. Government planning to sue Huawei. This is for employing too many foreign nationals. Now, the Chinese telecommunications giant has about 90 percent. This is foreign national workers at its operations locally, and it exceeds the number of foreigners that it is actually allowed to be employing. In the country, it has about, um, like I said, uh, 90% of foreign nationals. And when you look at the structures of the top management, so uh, the top manage- management doesn't have any locals representative represented in it, and they don't seem to be any plans to change that anytime soon. Uh, Huawei undoubtedly may be the first of many companies uh, that will face this kind of action if they're found to not be complying with the Legislation. Khanki Matabani is the CEO of the Black Business Council. Mr. Matabani, good morning to you and thanks for your time today.
1: Uh, good morning, Kathy, and the listeners of SAFN.
0: Let's begin firstly with just the view of the Black Business Council to this action taken by government to sue uh, Huawei for not complying with some of the labor rules when if the inspections that are supposed to be conducted were conducted and if there was compliance, uh, if there were measures to check compliance of Huawei, perhaps we wouldn't be here today.
1: We we, we fully agree with you. If if the inspectors were actually doing their job, they, they should have picked up this matter a long time ago. Uh, and also, if the the departments were talking to each other because the the, the, the department of of homoses has got a a, a report uh, that the department of labor should had should should have had it uh, some time ago so so one uh, is going to be asking himself or herself questions to say why only now uh, this this issue is not a new issue and uh, it, it, it also raises an issue of capacity of the Department of Labor, uh, because if they they, they, they had uh, inspectors who were... Uh, firstly, if they had enough inspectors, secondly, if they had uh, inspectors who are competent, who were doing their job, they should have picked up this matter a, a long time ago. And they should have... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sure in, in law, they... they, they there are penalties that they can. Uh, this company can be uh, imposed on the uh, penalties that can be imposed on this company. But also, Huawei is, it's got licenses that are given by the South African government. Why 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 are those licenses not being taken away from them?
0: Mm. Let's talk about the. In the inability of, of government to actually do these inspections and hold companies accountable. As business in this country, do you have a particular view on how this issue should be dealt with?
1: Yeah, we, we've been calling for, for 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 the increase of inspectors. Uh, because it's not only talking about the Huawei issues, it's talking about so many other things. Uh, labor inspectors uh, are not going to to, to visit companies. I'm, I'm I'm sure if you go to any other companies, restaurants, and, and some of the manufacturing companies, you find that some of the employees are not even allowed to go on lunch, uh, and and those things they need inspectors to go there. Uh, and, and and we we were not sure how, uh, uh, whether inspectors are there, but uh, what we know is that the uh, there are a lot of companies that are doing things the way they they're doing them, but they they just need government to tell them that no, this is not what how we're supposed to do this. And and there are various ways that the companies uh, that, that government can deal with those companies. Uh, for example, to to take out to take away the license. And and if you do that, there's no company that is not going to comply. So 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 the 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 issue for us is the the capacity of these inspectors. Uh, it, it looks like, from where we're sitting, it looks like the uh, this part has been <clears throat> basically abandoned by by by, by government. They, they, they have not been doing their their job in, of
0: visiting companies. Mm. Let's talk about the fact that all of this is taking place at a time in the country where we know that there has been a concerted effort uh, to try and raise, to raise questions rather, around the presence of non-nationals. And and of course, there are very legitimate issues um, that are being raised around undocumented um, foreign nationals in, in the country and, and the big problem there that is facing the government of course um, we also then have that issue being, being, being almost a taken out of context and now it's made to seem that South Africa basically has no place uh, for non-nationals especially those who are employed or that non-nationals do not deserve employment in this country.
1: Yeah, I think maybe we should be starting the the discussion uh, at the problem statement. Uh, South Africa has got a huge unemployment challenge. The the, the we've got ten million young people who, who are sitting at home doing nothing, unemployed, and uh, out of the ten million, there are three million with, qualification, with teacher qualifications, with uh, tertiary qualifications, people with uh, uh, degrees and diplomas. So so the question we should be asking ourselves is that what needs to be done to reduce unemployment uh, and, and to create jobs for the locals? So we, we, we have to to look at it uh, two ways. The first one is that we, we have to look at what is called the scare skills. Uh, those that will be the skills that we may not as a country have. And and those those would be uh, uh, mainly technical skills, uh, specialist engineers, for example. Uh, So there must be a plan to say, if for example Huawei is bringing technical high telecoms technical skills in the in the country, there must be a time frame to say those people will be here for three years. But in that three years, there must be a program for them to train locals. Uh, so that after three years, locals can do the job of the uh, those people, and then those individuals can then leave. But secondly, on 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 the other side, we need to look at the entry level jobs and, and and jobs that don't necessarily need qualifications. Uh, so for example, to be a waitress, to to work in the in the agricultural farms, and 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 all those entry level jobs where. You don't need to 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 have experience. Uh, you you just need to have capability to 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 be trainable, and 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 then those type of jobs should not be given to 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 to, to other people, unlike uh, other than locals, because we've got a a time bomb in South Africa. We've got a huge issue of youth unemployment. If we don't solve that issue, we will have no country in in a few years time because. The numbers are increasing. Uh, The 10 million that I'm talking about was last year. There there, there were a lot of matriculants who who completed their studies. There are also people from universities, uh, uh, universities of technologies, who completed their studies. They are not going to find work. They are going to sit at home and and add to the 10 million. So we are perpetually increasing the problem. Uh, So to solve that problem, we should not be allowing certain jobs to be occupied by by, 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 by foreigners because those are supposed to be local jobs to, to be able to deal with our own local unemployment challenge. If we don't do that, uh, we, we are threatening the, uh, the democracy that we have.
0: Mr. Matabani, when it comes to the issue of not having an economy that is growing and uh, that is creating jobs, that is the responsibility of government to try and resolve now when we talk about the fact that we're dealing with a huge unemployment rate and therefore whatever little jobs are available should be reserved on the other end of that of course what part of how that message is interpreted is that then you know then there's there's the easy scapegoating of foreign nationals to be seen as the problem for why some South Africans don't have jobs. And yet the reality is that even if we were to remove, even if all foreigners were to be taken out of the country tomorrow, South Africa would still have the challenge of jobs and and unemployment. Why is it that this fight is not being taken directly to government?
1: Yeah, the the, the, the what I'm saying, I'm not saying they they must be excluded. I'm saying the South Africans should be prioritized, uh, uh, and 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 that will be part of the solution. It's not the the full solution. The the the, the, the other part, which is the main part, is is to create jobs uh, and 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 grow the economy. And that and we, we we we've been emphasizing this issue to say. If you read the the, 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 the new development plan, uh, it says by 2030 we should create 10 million new, uh, 11 million new jobs, and and out of those 11 million new jobs, 90% of the jobs should come from small businesses. Uh, and and, and hence, hence we we welcome the, the president's appointment of uh, Sipongosi Gosi to deal with the the red tapes. Because the rate is, is one part of the issues the the, the the other issue is is then that we know 90 percent of the jobs will come from small business what are we doing to ensure that small businesses are supported uh that, that, that should be the question and then and, and that support should come from mainly government uh but but not government creating the jobs themselves uh, but government support uh, uh, government actually supporting entrepreneurs because jobs are created by businesses. They they are not created by 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 government necessarily. Government will have its own role, uh, but the majority of jobs in in in, in any country are, are created by 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 businesses. So, what we need to do as a solution uh, is to then say what are the challenges of small businesses? Uh, may, mainly there are two issues. There's access to funding. Uh, there's also access to, to procurement opportunities. Uh, hence, we've been saying to the president and the minister of finance, uh, the president always says, for example, during the, his address to, to, to women's month functions, that 40% of the state procurement should be set aside for women-owned businesses. And we, we always said to him, that will never happen until it's been put into law. Uh, hence, we've been pushing for, for, for the public procurement bill to to be expedited so that that bill, they can be those set aside for small businesses. And then if, for example, the state-owned enterprises, government and everyone else, they give procurement opportunities to small businesses. Small businesses will be able to create jobs. Okay. Uh, and, and that will solve the the the, 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 the problem of of unemployment. And, and that will also grow the economy.
0: I want to go to our phone lines. Let me begin in Johannesburg. Aisha, a very good morning to you.
2: Morning, Kathy.
0: Hi. Yes, Hi. Man, I, w- I wanted to meet
2: you but you guys are too upmarket for me. No? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'd like to know by you where do you come on now I'm speaking legislatively where do you come on the 60-40 split Yeah. let me finish what I want to say first and then you answer me where do you come on the 60-40 split because uh, according to what I know about legislation it should be scarce skills that's one Two, what we need is a paradigm shift. Forget about jobs. We are not talking about jobs. The way we're going to get our people out of poverty Mm. is we, according, now, this song, The Rule of Law, is talking about equality. we the owners of this country. We must have shares and directors on all companies communities, not politicians, that is one. Two, the intellectual property law must be changed because you can register something and then they just change one thing in, in your patent and then they steal it. That is the two ways, Cathy, we take our people out of poverty. Mm-hmm. Not waiting on somebody to give you a, a job. And this people that is going around demanding uh, a, a, a cut of the money and a cut of the contract, um, I can understand where they're coming from, but this thing must be implemented nationwide.
0: Yeah. So, so Aisha, just before I let you go, the 60 40 split, my understanding is that it's a, a quota for multinationals that are operating in the country. So a company like oh. Huawei, it's applicable to a company like Huawei that's a multinational.
2: Now it's, you're not seeing now. Yes, it's DCL. part of their licensing
0: conditions. Oh,
2: no, 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 no. Now the licensing must be reviewed. Uh, one last thing that is that, that, oh. that's been on my mind.
0: No. Aisha, let me, Why get, do we, let me get to the, what's been on your mind after the latest news headlines. It's 10.30.
1: Hashtag SFM Talking Point.
0: We continue the conversation on the talking point. Aisha, I'm going to allow you just 30 seconds to finish your thought.
2: Okay. Why are we educating youth and paying for higher education if we're not putting them inside of Parliament so that they can make the laws because the people that we have it currently are incompetent? All right. Thank you, Cathy.
0: All right, Bye. Aisha. Bye. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Kahiso, you're calling us from the Free State. Good morning.
3: Yes, yes. How oh, are you? Can see. I'm
0: well. Thank you, Kahiso.
3: All right. Good mm. I've
4: uh, once spoken to your show regarding this complaint that I have, and I know it's a, it upsets a lot of media personalities, something things like that. Why is it that when we're asking for our laws to be implemented, like each and every other country on the continent which has the same laws, we are labeled xenophobic? I'm glad this thing of our is coming to the forefront now because Mm. we've been fighting for for these companies. We've been comparing to the government. We've been saying all these things. But no one, absolutely no one in the media is interested in listening to our valid concerns. Now that these things have been sparked now, suddenly these things are not coming out. The whole Labour. Labour, I don't know if you have Labour inspectors here in South Africa. They are absolutely doing nothing. I don't even want to talk about uh, the township economy. It is flooded with Ethiopians, Somalis, Bangladeshis, Pakistanis. Those businesses, we have uh, have a law which says that when you come and do business in South Africa, the minimum threshold that you should be able to invest is 2.5 million. None of these guys are doing these guys are producing their own products. We live among these people. We know. When we cry about we are labeled xenophobic. You know, uh, it's, it's just a pity that uh, I'm going to sound cruel. People who are coming to our country illegally, they are committing all sorts of crimes. But should this thing happen to one of the media personalities, that's when they will uh, now suddenly shout, we have a problem of illegal immigration. But I, we so, to,
0: uh, yes. so, I, I don't think that we must conflate the issues, right? Um, because they're not all mutually exclusive so the issue of businesses needing to comply with the country's labor laws that is something that any business that is found to not be complying should be held accountable for and it's an issue that is legitimate that stands alone now yes. if somebody is asking or calling for those businesses to be held accountable it doesn't automatically mean that they are being xenophobic what hey
4: for how long we been saying that businesses are not complying with our laws regarding the, their employment ratio. And then we have sectors where we know that foreigners are not allowed to even be uh, uh, being employed in those sectors. When we raise these issues, some of the media personalities say, oh, yeah, but you guys are uh, fighting for... for yeah, but Gaffey, so so
0: storming, storming, you know, raising issues on businesses that are not being compliant and calling for some action is different to people storming people's houses over weekends without any legal authority to do so, asking people to produce documentation, harassing people, in some instances, having those, you know, those interactions or raids, as they're called, um, even becoming physical. Surely we cannot allow a a situation where there is that state of lawlessness because, again, we don't just see it, that is when it's measured against foreign nationals we see it in in the form of vigilantism that takes place in in communities so one way in one instance it happens to somebody's home in another instance it'll happen to my home i certainly don't want people walking into my house and asking me to pro- produce documentation to prove whether or not i am south african that's a, that's that's a kind of lawlessness that we simply cannot allow
4: there we go again, Kathy. You, 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 you like to, to, to portray these guys as if, like you once said, they are vulnerable and all these things. If you break the laws of the country and our authorities don't want to do their jobs, mm-hmm. we the citizens will do it for them. There's no vigilante. I just want to tell you to tell me, where have you seen that in the past few weeks, people like Aitem, when they went and asked for the documentation, and they went and looked for the products which expired, where have you ever seen things go physicality? None. It's just that our media like to portray us as if we are the bad guys. When we all we are asking is that, abide by the rules of our laws. But when we ask for that, then we get liberal as or no, we 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 vigilantism, and then we're going to go and look and and destroy people's business. No ways, no ways. If the if our authorities are not Prepared to do their jobs, we will do it for them. Okay. There's no way. That, there's no way that we're going to allow South Africa to just go down the drain like the other countries. You no. Know, you know. I had one. I had one. I'm, I'm finishing now. I had one. I had one wish only. I wish South Africa was an island like Madagascar. But further downside to the Arctic, I wonder if we were going to experience these problems because no one who's supposed to be doing their jobs are supporting us. We are the people on the ground.
0: Mm. Okay. Yes. Well, Caruso, look at what's happening with Europe, right? You still have um, migrants that, you know, traverse the rough seas just to get their foot into Europe. It hasn't stopped the migration uh, issue. And, and it's not just a South African pro- problem. It's a universal uh, issue.
4: It doesn't make it so right, but we cannot say because it's a universal problem, then we should
3: accept it. You know?
0: Okay. All right, Caruso. let's leave it there. I think I've given you enough time to make your point. Mark in Johannesburg, good morning.
3: Good morning. Good morning. I want to your radio, here. Good morning. How are you?
0: I'm well, thank you, Mark.
3: Good and self, man. I just want to have my two cents say: mm. we've got certain laws in our country that is the same as the international community. We run by certain laws that get governed outside, and also laws that get governed inside. In order for me to go and get a job in New Zealand, Europe, America, there's a certain point structure in your application that you have to pass. But in that there is also bill, 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 every, every year they say um, 100,000 of these jobs is needed in this country and 1,000 of these jobs and 50 of these jobs are needed in the country. And those are the only applicants that will be um, accepted. In our country, I can guarantee if you go to any uh, um, label or, or even, even the departments that, that review our applications, none of them abide by that. We've got another part of our law that is the same as in the rest of the country. We can impeach ministers that do not um, um, do their job. Instead, we go and beat foreign nationals for coming into the country instead of going to the departments and impeaching those ministers and replacing them. I believe our problems aren't um, due to foreign nationals. Our problems are due to... South Africans. South Africans are the ones that stole the money. South Africans are the ones that had attempted to. South Africans are the ones that are allowing the the, the foreign nationals through the border. If it's SANDF or Mm. other people, they're accepting Mm. money. It's not the foreign nationals. It's our own people
0: look i think i think mark obviously there is a certain level of accountability right that we have to place on the individual that is committing the illegality but you are 100% correct in terms of the culpability of south africans in part of what we are seeing and we had a labor lawyer on i think it must have been last month who was telling us okay. about some of the practical challenges that they face and he said the biggest issue now is that many employers will provide the work permits um, that 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 are submitted by some of their workers who are non nationals, and the majority of the time those permits are found to be fraudulent, and yet yes. they are being issued through yes. official. Channels and that's one of the it's things subject, that we also need to, to be challenging. To
3: mm, so African mm. ministers and the people underneath them and the and the departments underneath them sign for it because they're getting a monetary value. We have never impeached any one of our ministers. Instead of vote, uh, instead of going and writing on the N three, instead of going and doing an, a a, a coup, we need to fill in paperwork and impeach ministers. In our country, we can even have a guy from China that can be a, a, a sit in our parliament. We we can have um, half of African people and, 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 and Americans and whoever sits. But as a person, we go and riot, we go burn things down. We do not follow the the the, the channels. If you look at all the money that was stolen, it wasn't stolen by um, foreign nationals, it was stolen like Let's use um, um, Denel, for instance. All These right. people haven't been paid mm. since March 2020. Mm. Am I right,
0: like so? Yes. Oh, all right, Mark. Uh, we're going to have to live it there. Uh, I've got a break coming up, so apologies for that, Mark. But uh, your point is taken. We'll take a couple of more callers, and then I'll give Khanki an opportunity to respond. On we continue the conversation on the Talking Point. I've got a couple of minutes to wrap this uh, conversation up. Let me quickly go to Mafikeng, um uh, KGM, you're calling us from Mahikeng. Good morning to you. Uh, try and keep it short for me if you can, KGM. Go for it.
5: Good morning, Casey. Good morning to your guests and to my fellow listeners. Just two pointers. One, as uh, citizens, Casey. Uh, as enshrined in the constitution we we've got uh, a role to play in the government the governance of of our country it's called active citizenry Uh, i don't have the actual uh, um, path in the constitution but i remember at some point uh, as i was going through the constitution that right is there it's enshrined if uh, police officers government in general uh, officials are not uh, able to or are incapacitated for one reason or another. For instance, I drive a bit across the country. My car has become an ambulance in many instances, where I find uh, an accident and I'm told that the, 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 the ambulance will come from very far or it's not even available at the time. And and I would actively uh, get get those injured people in in the car and and take them to the hospital. And that's that's government's job. That's that's. I'm just giving you one example. But the second part is this. I think we, we, without really justifying or encouraging lawlessness, I, I think we, we, we need to intensify this, this campaign of bringing law back to our country. And I couldn't agree more with, the, with the, the notion that says we need to not only target illegal foreigners, but we also need to target illegal and corrupt officials. Um, and, and and what what the, the group is doing by going uh, door-to-door and going uh, to businesses and so forth, we also need to start doing it to government offices, including even to the union buildings, mm. so that we can force from the top to the bottom or bottom to the top, regardless of who it is, including the president, because we can see that lawlessness has become a way of life in South Africa and not, and we cannot sit back fold our arms anymore as a community hoping in a hopeless situation.
0: All right. K G. thanks for taking my call. Thanks for that. Um, we're going to have to leave it there, but I agree with you 100%. Take, take the fight to where the power lies. The power lies in government. The power lies in those officials. Khanki uh, let me give you a chance perhaps to wrap up very briefly uh, for me, please.
1: Uh, K G. One thing that we should not uh, encourage, uh, and, I, and I think you are doing a good job there, uh, to, 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 to talk about the issue, we should not encourage lawlessness. We are living in a constitutional democracy. We we have laws in the country. If we are not happy with certain laws, what we should do, we should uh, go to the lawmakers and, and, and ask them to amend them. Uh, but we cannot encourage a situation where, for example, we've got construction mafia would just, just go to construction site and and require 30 uh, percent, that that's not what the law says. The law says if there's a tender of 30 million or more, 30 percent should be given to to small businesses, but uh, not taken. Uh, it must be given through a normal tender process. So we we shouldn't we shouldn't. Uh, Encourage that we should actually discourage it, and also call upon the law enforcement agencies to to do their job. Uh, uh, hence, even on the on the inspector uh, the inspectors' issue, uh, we're not ask, asking for more. We're just asking for for for, for Department of Labour inspectors to do their job. Because if they were doing their job, people wouldn't be this frustrated. Because some of these uh, illegal activities are because people are frustrated; they, right. they don't see. Government doing its job, so we are calling on the Department Department of Labour to to actually do its job because uh, that will 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 also uh, uh, bring comfort to 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 our citizens to say government is doing its job. Let's help it to do its job, but not do illegal things uh, in claiming that we we we're, we're doing or we're helping government to do to do its job. All I
2: right, think government Ms. also, yeah.
1: Ma- ma- yeah so that's the, the, the last thing I think. We also must uh, call upon government to help the third countries to solve their economic issues, because if those economic issues are not resolved, we're always, always going to get influx into South Africa. But if the economies of those countries were viable, uh, people wouldn't just want to come to South Africa, they, they'll stay in their countries and maybe come here for specialist skills uh, and so on. But... Now, All because right. most of the traffic, uh, <laughs> Mr. Matabani, really well. we're going to yes. have
0: to leave it there. We're completely <laughs> okay, out of time. Yes. We're completely out of time. Sorry to do that to you. Khanki Matabani is the CEO of the Black Business Council.